We are on episode 139 of the Troy Malcolm and Adrian Bowden podcast. <laughs> Outstanding to see you, Troy. I'm actually situated here in one of your McGrath offices, just about to do a coaching session with a very high-performing agent. So it's great to see the collaboration and the abundance mentality in this coaching space that you and I absolutely love. How are you been this week? Yeah, really well. Thanks, Adrian. Um, and thanks for having me on your podcast again. Um, I know that you say it's my podcast, but it's still the Adrian Bow podcast featuring Troy Malcolm, episode number 139. And we're getting up there. And um, I don't know about you, Adrian, but I'm starting to notice a lot more agents out there, especially the high performing ones. They're really engaged in the business, but they're also engaged in coaching. And I guess that's the, the way that we've seen it over different cycles is that those that have the ability to relearn and develop their skills in a changing market are definitely future-proofing their business and they're providing scale. So for anyone that's out there listening, I know we've got um, such a good group of followers on this podcast. Um, my question to you right now, what are you doing to get better and stay ahead of the competition? That's before we get into today's episode. But Adrian, um, we are very fortunate that we get to spend a lot of time with some really high-performing agents throughout both New South Wales and, and Australia. I was in Victoria yesterday spending time with a lot of high-performing agents uh, for the McGrath Network. And I know that you get to have the luxury of spending time with multiple businesses, but it is evident. And I don't know whether, you know, I know we caught up for breakfast this morning and you said exactly the same thing, that you're starting to see a lot more of those high performers are definitely sharpening their skills and making sure that they're they're ahead of the game um, to, to stay on top of what's happening out there in the market. Absolutely. I don't think there's been a better time than this current market to actually focus on process and focus on making sure that you've got scale, leverage and efficiency within your business and that way regardless of the market conditions, and that's why they're called markets because they will change, regardless of the market conditions, you can really set yourself up for success and almost immunise yourself against any fluctuations. And I'm sure there's no geographical immunity to that. You've seen that yesterday in your travels interstate. I'm seeing that, you know, via Zoom or in person, um, even out west yesterday with, with a particularly uh, fantastic group of agents so I'm very, very grateful, and, and I know you are, Troy, to be able to share, um, you know, our knowledge and also paying it forward for our time in the field and also being able to, you know, rely and recognise anecdotes that we've used with agents, clients and other leaders within the business to make sure that the whole industry benefits as, as, as a whole. Yeah, and and Adrian, it's actually it's quite topical because I saw a post you did uh, recently. It was a video post, and so for those that haven't seen it, I'll kind of give you a bit of a high level summary, and then Adrian, I'll allow you to expand on it. Um, it was a video post this week. I think it was like Monday or Tuesday, or even Wednesday this week, where you were talking about humility is your superpower, and it's super important right now. And I think if you can unpack that and do a deeper dive, I think a lot of the listeners, because you received a lot of questions, you said when you posted it, you had a lot of people look at it but then you actually had a lot of questions come on the back of that so if yeah. today's episode if we can do that for episode number 139 if we can unpack that um, because I think it's really relevant right now it's relevant always but more so now than ever before humility is your superpower can you let the listeners know what that actually means for you yeah and the best part about this Troy is you're, you're going to be able to make a massive contribution you know at this particular topic because you know throughout all my you know decades of you and I working together Humility has definitely been something that 
you know, you you live and breathe in in in, in your personal life and your your professional life. So, uh, and I think that's why you and I have got on so well. So, in terms of being a superpower, as as novelist as that sounds, um, you know, there's no doubt that agents can quite easily fall into the trap once they do reach a degree of success to develop an ego. Um, hmm. Now, in saying that, I do also feel that there is a mistaken recognition and almost an erroneous perception between the difference of personal promotion, confidence, ambition versus ego, okay? So ego doesn't have to be that nefarious term which is chest-beating and being that aggressive-type person. That's certainly one aspect of it. But what I have noticed in the coaching and mentoring and training that I'm doing, Troy, and as you have, is if someone is outstanding at personal promotion, if someone is also outstanding in providing recommendations to their clients and they're saying those recommendations with conviction, confidence and and clarity um, and they've got a very good personal marketing promotion budget and as long as that's done with integrity and also done with beautiful creativity, then that's not ego. So we need to make sure that we, we identify the dichotomy between ambition, personal marketing and ego. Now, there's no doubt there is an element of our market uh, and our industry that the nefarious type of ego still exists, but I'd love to be able to release people from the guilt that if you are conducting some type of high-quality, creative and high-integrity personal marketing, uh, including success marketing, Troy, that there's nothing wrong with that and that has nothing to do with ego. Yeah, and I think it's important. It's like almost understated confidence uh, in many ways because, Adrian, let's face it, we were in a sales business, so it's a competitive environment. Um, yeah. Ego sometimes does get in the way, but having that understated confidence about your results and your performance without that arrogance um, really can make a difference. Now, probably the best way to think about it as well is if we go the other side and identify some of the things that are not showing humility um, and showing that ego, I think that's probably where most people will identify certain types of traits that sometimes they creep in. Like year one, year two, year three, we're kind of in momentum and we're building and then we get to year five or six and we start seeing some serious results um, and it does have creep. And I think it's important for anyone that identifies with some of the traits is to kind of take a step back, um, rely on a mentor, rely on a coach and realise what is your personal brand? How does that differentiate from your competition? Um, and how do you make sure that your client's interests are being met, that they don't feel inferior to you during the process? Because I think that's important, Adrian. If you're turning up in a, a Lamborghini or a Ferrari to every listing presentation and you're selling and you're listing properties that, um, you know, that would be just out of their whole realm to have an asset like that, then you can actually create that point, that, that differentiation that works not in your favour. And I think we've all got to be conscious of that because um, if we don't, we alienate ourselves, we put ourselves on an island and we miss out on the opportunities to do great work for our clients. Yeah, 100% agree. And I think you nailed it there, Troy, in saying let's not forget that, that we are salespeople, okay? And... I feel that social media has sometimes worked against mm. agents using 
that as a platform for personal promotion. What I mean by that is I'll often sit down with developing agents or high-performing agents, Troy, and I'll say, great, do you have a five- or six-point checklist around success marketing every time you list and sell a piece of real estate, including email, SMS, letterbox drop, social media, geotargeting your database? And they're like, oh, no, but I don't want to chest beat. I'm like, no, that's not chest beating. That is advising your community that you have been involved in a listing or a sale and, frankly, Unless you are advising clients and your local community of that, they're not mind readers and you can't sell a secret. So not only that, if I'm a property owner in that area, do I have an invested and an equitable interest in knowing what just listed, just solds look like? 100%. I mean, I just had one sell up the road from my house the other day off market and I'm baffled how no one called me about it and told me what it sold for so that's just one example so um would would some type of email or phone call or social media post that informed me about that transparency would i perceive that as ego absolutely not i would see that as adding value and then i would resonate better with that particular trusted advisor in their space yeah, and just a caveat, if you are driving a Lamborghini, you're a real estate agent, it comes from a poison point of jealousy. Okay, congratulations, hats off to you. It's more about knowing your market. But I think that's right, Adrian. Um, sharing that information and results, but it's in the right way, right? And I think that's where we're getting to. If we could do a high-level summary, it's the right way to send that message with confidence, with a transparency and doing things with excellence um, really makes a difference with those clients. So um, not saying that you got the world's best price and you're the only agent that could ever achieve that price because all the other agents are terrible at what they do that's not the right message by saying mr and mrs bo uh, mr and mrs jones mr and mrs smith we got to this point and achieved a phenomenal result and sale um, with an off-market opportunity and my clients are ecstatic if you want to know more information contact me that's the right messaging and and maybe it's it's a little bit of that maybe it's a little bit of the attention grabbing maybe it's a little bit of a laid approach but you're right adrian we need to do these things to provide information i don't think in any part of the real estate history over the past three, four decades, have we seen so many off-market deals or deals that have happened pre-marketing campaign. So sharing that information is even more important and also making sure your clients are aware of what's happening around them. Because a lot of people do like to make their transactions and um, their property dealings private. So we don't see it as an atypical market that we maybe saw two, two or three decades ago. Yeah, absolutely. So a question for you, Troy, in a leadership role, how do you think humility has helped you when advocating that style of personal and professional approach towards either principals, top performing agents or even developing agents? How do you think it's helped you um, as a perception point of view from that particular person that you're working with um, help them achieve their goals? I think it's one in the same, Adrian. I think if you if you substitute a leadership role, if you substitute uh, my history with working with some of the best brands within Australia, um, I think it's the same as agents working with their clients. The, the first thing and the only thing that I ever think of is how can I serve um, this client? 
How can I serve them to the best of my ability to improve whatever it is, the outcome that they're trying to achieve? So for an agent, how do you serve your clients and how do you make sure that you've got a really customized approach to making sure that you're meeting their needs as an individual? The same works in a leadership role. You have to have the ability to realize that you're there as a service, you're there to provide value and you're there to provide recommendations. So I think, Adrian, I always come with that in mind. If I was this person, what would I hope my experience be like with them? And I think that's what the best agents do out there in the field. Agents, auctioneers, principals, sales managers, um, CEOs, leadership positions, they're always coming with that mindset of I need to serve this person. The second part is that it has to come with straight talk. So you have to have the ability to provide recommendations, um, communicate what you believe in, but also make sure that you're not telling half-truths because they get found out and you lose all trust and rapport straight away. So those two things, Adrian, I think is where I see most value. Those two things is what I've always got in the back of my mind. I think very early on in my career, I was very fortunate to work with people like yourself and John McGrath and uh, that it was instilled in me from a very early age, uh, in my early 20s being in real estate, knowing that if I provide a service, people are going to respond to that. People love to be served. People love to be cared for. And it's really just a one client approach. So they're the most important person that you're dealing with at that period of time. I think if everyone takes maybe one or two things away from that and, and has that with their next conversations, both with vendors, buyers, clients, colleagues, um, team members in the office, you're really going to set yourself up for success. Yeah, and it's not a coincidence, Troy, that you and I are talking about humility and we're both involved with two great businesses, one Ray White and one McGrath. And I don't think anyone could argue that the two most humble leaders in the real estate space in Australia would be John McGrath and Dan White. There are some other outstanding businesses, there's no doubt about it. But when we're talking about leadership and humility, I don't think that anyone would argue that particular point. So what does that tell us? That's a great metaphor for the retention, the, the recruitment that these two businesses are renowned for, both at different levels, obviously. So success leaves clues, you know, when you, when you look at those particular leaders. And obviously you and I have had the fortunate uh, benefit of being exposed to many of these people. So we're bringing that into our roles as well as coaches and auctioneers, et cetera, because... Um, both of those roles, whether it's an auctioneer, principal, a coach or whatever, it would be very easy with experience, um, with references and with some degree of success, let's call it, to allow ego, ego to creep in. But, you know, we're, we're very vigilant with that, Troy, you and I, uh, because we know that we've seen that with other people and we've seen how it repels agents, it repels associates, it repels principles because that's something that, that people just can't relate to, right? Yeah, absolutely. So to summarise, Adrian, I think this is an important topic and I know that we're going to talk about it in the future, but to summarise episode 139, I think the best thing is to, to leave your ego at the door, to have a mindset of abundance, to make sure you're serving clients and have a one client view. That means seeing that person as the most important person at that present moment in your world, nothing else comes into the, the, um, the conversation. And then the third one is just really have straight talk. Be that person that builds trust and rapport and raving fans on the basis of saying the right things, not telling half-truths and building that brand of attraction. I think, Adrian, this has been a, a huge episode in regards to what's really relevant right now in the market. 
um, a lot of results that have been happening over the past two years have influenced this humility part of our business, of our industry as a whole. And I think those that um, really set themselves up for success over the next period, 12 months, 24 months, 36 months, uh, do have a humility to them. So for those out there, if you're noticing there's great agents doing great work, there's a certain level of humility in everything they do. Um, That goes without saying. Leadership, sales, auctioneers, clients, anything you deal with, um, they're good people and you just want to do business with them. Um, AB, thank you so much. Episode number 139, wrapping up another episode coming to you next week, guys. Make sure you jump on to any of the platforms that you love to listen to your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere else we are. Make sure you rate us five stars, nothing less than that. We don't accept anything less than five stars. It is our currency. We love seeing that feedback. No, if you really want to rate us lower, um, make sure you articulate whether it's me you want to rate lower or Adrian, no, just joking, uh, but this has been another fun episode, mate. Great to see you this morning as well. I know we caught up for breakfast. Um, yeah. Can't wait to see you again next week. And thank you listeners for, for joining us for another episode of the Adrian Bow podcast featuring Troy Malcolm. Troy, I appreciate you as a colleague and a friend and listeners. We both appreciate you tuning in.